Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have. Here we go. We can. Um, so last time we left off, uh, y'all um, made your way back to Ulster, found this city, uh, having preparations uh, put together uh, primarily by uh, Beric Dula, who won the gladiatorial thing. He's kind of been uh, getting a lot of the um, commoners who don't belong to a particular house uh, or a pyramid to um, start training and gather and preparing defenses and, you know, engineering and stuff throughout the city. Um, Jalop has created uh, quite the uh, venue at Mary's Place. Your revenue numbers are way up. Um, and uh, they're providing morale. And yes, so you guys decide that um, it was time to um, quickly go through Olstrich and head out of town to uh, try to make peace with the centaurs and get them to join in the battle. Um, there were kind of two different places that you heard the centaurs could be. You heard they could be down south, uh, a bit farther away, um, uh, fighting a bugbear camp. Uh, and then the other was you heard they um, were to the west uh, at this old orc pirate um, town that was being abandoned, it seemed, by the pirates. Um, you started making your way through the forest uh, with your gnomish guide, or sorry, gnomish dwarvish guide. Um, experienced a whole bunch of different seasons and stuff. These are very magical woods that uh, it seems like high-powered druids uh, under the, um, oh, fuck, whatever this, that druid house is called. Um, Elvis? Was that, the, was that the Elvis house? Elvis, yeah, yeah, Elvis, yeah. Um, he has spent quite a bit of money to make sure that these hunting grounds outside the city are as diverse with beasts and prey as possible. And uh, you've found one of his accommodations, one of his hunting lodges deep in the kind of uh, more tundra-like, evergreen-like uh, forest that you're trekking through. Uh, you're towards the edge of the, um, the forest and uh, figured this would be a good place to lie down for the night. Um, we have Ren and Erlen in the stables, keeping lookout. Dasher's kind of looking around outside. Went to the actual sleeping quarters. Um, everyone else was having a slumber party with the horses in the main dining <laughs> hall. Um, the, fact that, the fact that Kyron is not here to deal with the complications of her decisions is just is a deep uh, injustice in the world. And I just need to say I that. I am so disappointed, gen genuinely. And we don't have to, we, we don't have um, the one person who knew something was up outside. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> as y'all are sleeping away, I believe, uh, B, if you can hear me, um, you were semi-keeping watch, right? Or was it uh, Ren? I thought one of y'all were. Uh, yeah, I was keeping watch. Uh, yeah, I had been, like, kind of leaned over by one of the windows, kind of where I had Ren in one eye and one eye out the window. Give me a, a perception check. 
Thank God. And also Mishka was like outside up on the um, eve of the house. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Give me a perception for Mishka as well. Oh, there she is. Shush. Uh, that's going to be an 18 on perception check. guess we'll call that a 10. All right. Mishka is uh, very much enjoying the um, kind of playing in the snow a bit, kind of sliding down the roofs and, you know, uh, kind of having fun. This uh, Mishka hasn't had a chance to really uh, stretch her legs a bit. Um, it's kind of running around, dashing around the top of the house. Um, Erilyn, you can kind of see Mishka kind of having fun. You, um, up on the roof, as all of a sudden you hear some like crunching of snow, pretty quick, like little steps of kind of coming across the snow. As just kind of through the moonlight, um, you can see um, what seems to be this uh, kind of bluish uh, lizard like creature, kind of scurrying really, really low, close to the ground. Really hard to see. A kind of bluish, darkish color is kind of just barely being seen in the moonlight. As you see it kind of go over to the fence a little bit. Um, you hear the pigs off sun start to startle, start oinking everywhere. As you see it kind of go over, snatch a pig in its mouth, kind of snap its neck real quick. And then run off into the trees. This little piggy went wee wee. Yeah, I think as Erilyn saw it, it kind of pass out into the yard, he kind of instinctively just crouches a little bit lower around the window frame, just kind of tries to hug and be invisible in that moment and watch it pass. All right. Rest of the night goes by. Um, Y'all inside, um, maybe some of the horses would have um, kind of freaked out a little bit when they heard the pigs going crazy outside, but um, they were you know, able to settle themselves down or um, were quickly able to be set down um, as rest of the night goes and seems to be uneventful. I will just say, though, I was planning on stealing a couple of horses if y'all didn't put them inside. <laughs> I hear that thought. I was just like, man, we don't have anything to lose. Even the horses are in the house. <laughs> no, that, that was my original plan with this encounter. Like, okay, we're going to go grab me some horses. Nope. All right. Y'all wake oh. up. It's a nice kind of brisk cool, but... Um, the sun's kind of coming through the trees and it feels good. Um, Erlen, I hope you weren't uh, awake all night. Did you get some rest? I took some rest when I could. 
There were some rather large creatures out there. Large creatures? Wait. Uh, was anyone out there? Did we see what it was? It kept low to the ground and it made off with one of our one of the pigs. <laughs> I imagine a creature like that might have been nocturnal, so hopefully we won't have any issue with it during the day. All right. Well, have you heard from anyone else? Out of you, see any smoke from the house? No sign that anyone's awake yet. Oh, I haven't slept like that in a while. Oh. All right. Um, well, I'm going to go see what uh, Kyron and Dasher are getting into in the morning. Uh, okay. Mishka! And, like, Ren will head down uh, through the, um, down the ladder and start walking over to the uh, the main house. As Miska, you see coming down, like slides down the roof, like jumps onto like a branch on a tree, and then kind of like jumps down, scurries down onto the ground. Are you cold? You've been out here all night. Come here, come here, come here. And he'll like pull her up onto his like into his uh, coat and kind of like grab her and like walk with her, like looking around, looking for anybody that's out there, and then just walk his way to the house. Okay. Anybody oh, I guess all these horses are left to me. <laughs> um, Rain's going to get up and uh, make sure all the horses are settled and well. I guess she'll ask, uh, <laughs> did, you all, did, all, did you all sleep well in these, were these, was the house a good enough quarters for you throughout the night. Yeah, you know, it was pretty nice. Not gonna lie, uh, that fire going that was nice and toasty. We should uh, should negotiate that in our next contract. Yeah, yeah, we need fires in our stalls. Yeah, you should say something when you uh, go back to them about that. Absolutely, it could be a bit of a hazard, so be careful. But mm, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. As they kind of start meandering outside, finding you know some grass to eat, or um, there is like a stables with some hay and uh, grains and stuff that you know, a few of the smarter ones will go over and find first. Oh, hey there, friends. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, yeah. All of you out first. Okay, I'll, I'm I'm going to head in. Um, everything good? In, I I don't speak horse. All right. Uh, <laughs> have a good one. Um, they're, Rain, they're, Nim, they're good. You they're haughty. They're haughty, but good. <laughs> good morning. Morning. Ha did you have a good sleep? I did. Uh, best I've had in weeks at this rate. Um, is the fire going? Can I help? Everything is good so, so far. far. 
Nim's over by the fire. She's gone sort of rummaging through the cabinets and was looking for uh, supplies to make coffee. Fire's going. Pot's on. Oh, I forgot. Nim likes coffee. Oh, you're a life digger. Yeah. How far do we think we are before we will find the centaurs? Uh, what was our guide's name? What is he? Oh, it'll be a half a day journey from here. Anything that we should be aware of? Anything to prepare for? Oh, here, uh, here going west out is not too bad. It's, uh, it's really cold. Uh, I would say bundle up and, uh, yeah, there's not going to be a lot of places they camp down if you hit a bad storm. Uh, so just uh, you're going to have to just trudge on through if you do get hit some by something. But uh, then once you get close to the shore, the uh, um, there's a volcano and you know a bit of some uh, um, uh, steam vents and stuff that way that. Or nice and will warm you up. Uh, you add a just a straight west and then go south down into Grunstunt. Uh, that'd be the uh, way to go. A little bit warmer. I've never seen a volcano. Are you not coming with us? Oh, no, no, I am. I am. Uh, I just, yeah, that's that's the route we were was planning on going. I don't think that I actually. I whisper to the group, not necessarily to the uh, our guide. Well, uh, are y'all ready to hit the road? Uh, yeah. If everybody, well, we could get some coffee and uh, maybe a little bit of breakfast. But uh, is everyone accounted for? Uh, where's Dasher? Yeah, Dash, Dasher and everyone will be there. Okay. Um, Meanwhile, yeah, I'm yeah, handing out some go cups of coffee that she found. You're such uh, a lifesaver, Nim. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, it's a half a day's ride. We should get going as soon as we can. Um, look, uh, I know this whole thing with the horses was, um, a little bit of a point of contention, but I, I think we're doing the right thing and I'm glad that we learned something about them before we go to the next stage of this. So I just want to thank you all. And I just want to remind you again that yes, this is a bit of a track out of town, but I think, um, I would, wouldn't rather be here with anyone else. So, you know, let's, uh, let's keep our eyes open. Let's watch the road. Um, maybe we can find these volcanic hot springs or something on our way, but we should make good time because we need to get back to Ulstrich as fast as we can. And, um, you know, just uh, keep each other close. We're, we're, we are what we have out here. Um, I couldn't Ren's agree more. Going, 
Ren is going to use uh, Inspiring Leader to give everyone 14 points of um, uh, temporary hit points. Sorry, 21 points of temporary hit points. Nice. Even better. Um, I know this sounds stupid. What did... Barrett, what's your uh, role you're important for today? What did we decide we were doing with the horses? Oh. We hadn't made a concrete decision whether we were actually going to give them to them or not. Uh... But it seemed like generally we were on the side of not giving the horses back to the centaurs. Uh, that's what I thought. I think it was pretty much Dasher yeah. versus everybody else. I think it's a it, it's a nice idea to to you know like to bring them horses and off as an offering to to get them on their side. But you know, I don't know. Let's try try our hands without it. I think it'll be fine. Let's yeah. Help the horses. I agree. All right. As your guide kind of gets the horses ready, brings them over to whoever was riding whatever horse they were riding, and uh, you see him kind of turn into a stag. And if y'all are ready to go. Let's do it. All right. Giddy up, at, as they say. I'll call forth my jackalope. As very quickly as you uh, kind of move outside of um, the forest, you can kind of see it. You can just almost see like swirling wind of uh, snow, um, just super, super windy, um, just completely vast open uh, snow-covered plains. Um, as the stag kind of looks around to you and kind of uh, gives a head nod as kind of runs out into the frigid cold. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not the easiest of trekking, uh, but uh, you're able to make your way. Uh, just unbearable cold wind, uh, no trees or anything to stop it. As you get a little bit uh, outside of the forest where you're just kind of in the wide open plains, nothing uh, but big sky around, you look back over towards the ostrich and the lake, and you can see this very large kind of like looming cloud, just black as black can be cloud kind of hanging over the lake. Lightning in it. Um, just crazy and then with that with the silhouette of uh, kind of in the distance even farther you just see the fireballs coming out of the portal from the fire planes uh, just kind of illuminating this black cloud as you see these giant meteors just kind of crashing down going over you into the ocean and um, kind of are reminded of the chaos that um, this world is um, being plunged into. Does that As make you... anyone else nervous? That's not good. That's not good at all. Okay. 
making sure I'm not the only one seeing this. Okay. Yeah, Erlen uh, looks a little twitchy, looking back and forth at it. Uh, this is getting closer. I'm honestly terrified of fire. You should talk to Nim. There's a thing or two about fire. I think That's we fine. need to hurry. Yeah. And... All right. Um, everyone give me a perception check. The cat's sitting on my dice. I'm going to do it on them. Oh. Oh. Nat 20. 30, 20. The paladins are on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ren is super uh, unsettled by the storm clouds. It makes him think about Thera's doom and the coming storm, for sure. Um, Rain and Erlen, you kind of hear it first. Um, you see kind of far off in the distance, um, just like slightly over a ridge, just what seems to be like a large snow cloud just kind of bellowing up. And you can kind of hear like a rumbling um, as you kind of get a little bit closer. It, it's still like miles away, uh, but you can see what looks to be a whole bunch of dark um, uh, bipedal kind of creatures with long necks um, kind of running um, as like a pack kind of through the tundra. Um, as you kind of look closer, they seem to um, be small versions of uh, dinosaurs. Not quite sure what they are, uh, but there just seems to be 50 to 60 of them um, in this group. And what's that? Give me their size one more time. Uh, it's kind of hard to s tell from back here, but they look to maybe each be, I don't know, the size of a, uh, I don't know, a large, like, draft horse. Oh, so we're, oh. we're talking, like, bigger bigger than a Yoshi. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's big. Okay. But they aren't they aren't coming your way. Um, um, they seem to be running kind of towards the uh, um, the shore. Um. Should we keep an eye on that? Which it's not the yeah. other. Which direction are they headed in? All right. Oh. Everyone give me a survival check as well. Oh, fuck. You son of a bitch. 
And also, Ren, just for flavor, you see nothing. You're just, like, bundled up in your, like, robes, like, small, small little slit, like, opened up. Just, you can't have no peripheral vision at Please. all. Please! <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I, I try to look, and then, like, Mishka, like, crawls out of my, like, out of my coat and is, like, rubbing. I'm like, stop it, no, no, get, get, just, uh, Sarah, what's your favorite train? My what? What's your favorite train? Train? Favorite terrain. Uh, terrain. Sorry. Are you, your, a, uh, are you a ranger or a paladin? <laughs> I thought that's that a ring, that's a ranger get, thing. I I thought that for some reason she I don't know I'm dumb. I haven't played this in a while. I okay. Never mind. I'm dumb. I was thinking for some reason her subclass, but oh. no. Never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll say that, um, Nim, you are... I, I'm going to give you the nat 20 on that, Nim, because this is, like, what you're used to. Like, this is... You trekked day after day, and, you know, uh, the fire... Uh, planes you know doing the same thing you're you can lay low you know how to um make it through the harshest conditions everyone else y'all hate this this is your horses are going slow um it's cold as cold can be up on top of um your horses in this um you're trying to bundle up as best you can and it's very low visibility. You can't see far in front of you. Um, if you didn't have this guide, y'all would probably be lost. If uh, Nim kind of knows what's going on, but no one else does. Um, so it does I seem take to a have little bit. Fallen off my horse. This will be the death of the horses. <laughs> Just keep your head down and keep quiet. We'll make it. You are able to keep going, but it's at a slower pace than you would like. As you uh, get a little bit further, you can kind of start to see an orange glow over um, the horizon. You can see what seems to be um, small little like lava uh, craters and steam vents and stuff off in the distance, not too far from the shore. Um, as you can kind of start to see what seems to still be a relatively active volcano uh, just slow pouring lava into the uh, sea as you just see you know a whole bunch of steam coming off from the uh, shore um, not too far uh, past that as you can see for miles out here you see um, let me find it do, do, do. Ah, oh, damn it, that's not what I mean. As you see, uh, what seems to be a kind of uh, um, a small city um, kind of built uh, right by this uh, volcano see a lot of stone um and what seems to be like ivory uh 
um, bone material and quite a bit of metal in the construction of this city. Um, you see one large ship in the harbor. Um, and as you look down, you see outside of the town a uh, kind of small camp um, where you see probably 30 to 40 centaurs um, outside of. The centaurs aren't. Uh, I'm sorry, where are the centaurs one more time? Uh, they're outside of the uh, city. I think we found them. All right. Well, let's go make friends. What's what's our move? Do we just uh, go and try to say hi? I think we point at the sky and say, see the world ending? And see maybe they might be They, uh, if I remember correctly, they tend to worship uh, earth-based, like, pagan deities, uh, very cyclical and nature-based. So maybe, uh, you know, if uh, we feel like it's not going well, give me a signal and maybe I can make something happen and maybe the gods are on our side today. I don't think that we need to try and trick them. Okay. Honestly. We are here to ask for their help, and we need it desperately, but we can't, we can't force them to give us what they don't want. But we can't just give them the horses, right? We discovered that the horses don't really want to go with them. Nobody ever told them that they were going to get horses, so there's no right. reason to think of this. Okay. Okay. All right, and well, um, being fake creatures, I feel like they might see through your magic anyway. Well, they might see through some magic, but I don't know that they'll see through my magic. We'll see. Okay, fair. <laughs> all right, but yeah, I won't, uh, I won't let that lead our conversation. You all, Erlen, Rain, you're the mounted. Uh, Warriors here, um, lead the way. I, I am oh. sitting atop a jackalope. <laughs> that is pretty impressive. So uh, you and uh, Sir Hopalong can, you know, lead the charge. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have decided on a name. Uh, my jackalope's name is Clover. <laughs> uh, Clover and I will definitely uh, stride forward uh, heading towards the, the group of centaurs. All right. As you start getting close, you start seeing... Um, that they have noticed you as you see uh, a group of probably eight centaurs come out, spears in hand, galloping out uh, to meet you. Hail, friends. Erlen holds up his hands. 
to indicate that he's not, you know, doesn't have a weapon. Rain's going to follow suit and say, we mean you no harm. We bring messages from the outside. Uh, one of you give me a persuasion check, or both of you give me a persuasion check, or one of you get it with advantage. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give advantage to Rain. What am I doing? Persuasion. Yes. Nice. What languages do you know, Rain? Mm, I know. Uh, Celestial, also, is my extra language. As you see them getting close, um, Hmm. Uh, you see there seems to be one that um, kind of seems to be the leader um, as you, uh, the one that I posted in chat, um, as you can kind of, you're, you're kind of making contact with them and trying to speak to her directly. What is it, do you say? Please, if you'll listen, we just really need to speak with you. There's something about to happen that's going to change the world, and we need your help. She looks to the others, motions them. They put their spears down. Well, we are here. Our weapons are lowered. What you come seeking the... Uh, gotta look up the name. The uh, Clan of Galloping Wind for. What a beautiful name. <laughs> well, his... Uh... We understand that the battle prowess of your tribe is legendary. And we need every we need every able-bodied warrior that we can find. The undead of Ulstrich have emptied and have been set forth upon the land. Their first Ulstrich stands in their path, but if Ulstrich falls. It won't be long before they sweep across the continent. We need your help. Well, this would better explain the omens that our wise one has been seeing. Also would explain why the Orcs are leaving town. I can promise our aid, 
on one condition. Once we have started a combat, a, a siege, it is dishonorable for us to stop. We are trying to take Runestone and take the riches before the last ship leaves. We're coming upon quite some resistance as they have a large array of cannons on their ship pointed directly at the only path in town. If you can help us, our siege will be over and we can move on to the next. I feel like um, I would be uh, doing a disservice to Neil if Dasher did not interrupt at this point and was like, cannons, Grunstone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> I get it. All right. You want to just take out some orcs? I've been trying to get to Grunstone and get some ships for a while. Yeah, whatever you need. Let's do it. <laughs> we got some scores to settle. <laughs> some slights like you've never seen before. Should I text him and let him know that there's cannons involved? <laughs> Literally always. <laughs> Okay, so we have to go break the siege. <sighs> Any ideas about how we go about that? How big of a siege are we talking about here? Well, we have about... 40 that are still able body. Uh, we've already sustained quite a few injuries in our first assault. Um, the orcs, they, uh, there's three that are the leaders per se. They're on the ship and have a crew of mm, probably 20 on the ship. Then there's uh, probably 10 to 15 grunts still in town Packing the ship up. They still have, uh, I'd say, another couple hours of stuff to pack up still. Mark, could I do a history or some sort of check about, like, what that I might know that orcs fear? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a hard one. Um, it kind of depends on the clan. There's some that fear fire. There's some that fear uh, water. Um, there's some that fear um, um, flying. And, you know, but um, yeah, I, mean, it, I, so doubt that these ones, I doubt that these ones fear water because they're on a ship. So, or fire, because they're by a volcano. Yeah. Um, okay. 
generally are orcs in this world similar to like a Warcraft orc or like what kind of what yeah do we yeah it, it'd be like mean? a it'd be like a Warcraft orc um intelligent uh kind of savage um very uh unrelenting um very you know quick to fight and last to leave um you know, I don't know, general orc stuff, but, you know, still intelligent and thoughtful. Ren will kind of, like, pick his horse a little forward and, like, come up alongside Rain and Erlen. I'm sorry to speak out of turn, but uh, I had a question for you if you're interested in answering. Uh, what was the reason for the start of this feud? Well, they have never been friends of our tribe, and um, the town, from what we heard, was being abandoned, and we uh, seek the resources that they may leave behind or see if we could get the vast amount of it on that ship. Have you ever tried to challenge them to single combat? Not, uh, they're not exactly honorable um, creatures, especially orcs and pirates. Um, so no, it's uh, not a uh, not a thing that I think would be uh, fruitful. I don't believe I actually formally introduced myself. I am called Erelyn. What can I, I call am, you? I am Nightwind. Nightwind. What is it exactly that we can help you with breaking this siege? What does this require of us? We're having a hard time getting to the ship without the cannons taking us out. We need some way of cover or some way to take out the cannons from afar. I'm afraid my tribe is not good at swimming, so there's only one entrance point for us. If there was a way to hit them from behind from the sea, that perhaps would be helpful or Errol um, um, or not Errol sorry Ren will like kick his horse back and like kind of like canter back to Nim are you on the horse with somebody else or are you on your own you I'll be on my own you'd be on your own okay I don't remember what we said uh, but I'm on my own okay yeah Ren like canters back uh, up to Nim Nim can you still make those uh, fog clouds why can I? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we make a little cover and we sweep around from the side and we cause a little chaos. All our friends come at the front gate. We can do that. We can we can create all sorts of cover. He'll like trot back up to the front line. Oh, I was in that conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I 
think we can help you if uh, if a flanking maneuver is in our future. We would really appreciate your support at Ulstrich, Ulstrich. So if we can speed that along here, I think we have some ideas. Very well. What is your plan? Well, you said you need cover, and there's cannon fire from the front. Uh, my friend and I here can create quite the distraction, give us some cover to get in. Uh, we can give you cover at the front, we can try to obfuscate the cannons. Um, my friends here, Erlin and Rain, could be with you, or they could be with us for a frontal assault. And I can I also fly on my Pegasus, that might be of assistance. And we have some flying options. So maybe we um Rain could take them in behind behind the cannons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a plan. So um what time of day is it right now? Uh it's getting to be evening. Like evening? do we take them at night or do we wait for the morning? The change of shift. Um, the uh, the centaur will say they um, if we wait till the morning they will probably be gone at sea. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe we kick the tires and light some fires, and we create a distraction at the front gate, and then rain. You come over the top, and then the, those of us who can sweep around the side, and we uh, do a little blitzkrieg. All right. That, the centaur's like, I don't speak German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. It means uh, fast, fast strike, fast strike, lightning strike. All right, let's break a siege. Let's break a siege, friends. All right, question for everyone. So, um, do y'all want to do this? kind of battle siege tonight. Um, I know we're missing quite a few people. Um, and there definitely is, you know, I was hoping Neil would be here because there is definitely bad blood between him and orc pirates. Um, Very true. So we could, I don't know, what what do y'all think? We could definitely... I would really like... Sorry, go for I would really like to just get into it and do it, but I will. I don't want to rob Neil of the possibility of getting in there. Um, but I think we're here. I don't know. That's my vote. I am kind of split, but I think it would be fun to wait because we could utilize Liz flying also or being in the sea. Uh yeah, and also have Neil. Um, mm. I, I think we wait for Neil. Is is there any part of this that we could get into and not like do the whole thing that we don't like rob people of stuff? But we're like, I mean, what do we do if we don't do that? I guess is my, this question. Is my question. So I mean, um, 
definitely we could do like a you know one shot or something like i have an idea for something like that that we could do real quick or um i mean we can start talking about characters for or your commander roles for the battle um that's something i went to to do tonight anyways um i was maybe thinking about doing more but um yeah this is a pretty big battle um yeah it did seem like it was going to be a a bigger encounter than just like right now and this will probably be your last combat before the siege so mm -hmm. give everyone a chance to shake the dust off um combat some neil wanted me to tentatively ask you guys what you were doing on thursday night like if I could do Thursday. No. I can't I do Thursday. Thursday. I'm in rehearsal. Sorry. Okay, that's all right. That's cool. I could do. I could do Thursday. But, I mean, whatever. Maybe no, I don't Monday. think. I think we should wait till everybody's here. Be more yeah, fun. yeah. We'll, we'll do next Monday, and if for some reason not everyone can be here next Monday, we'll just do it. Um, but we'll try to get as many people for next Monday as possible. Um, but yeah, what do y'all think? Do y'all want to do like a little one shot, um, real quick? Um, we could uh, work on the roles for uh, the RTS. Yeah. Or the the siege. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. I'd do a Pikachu's vacation on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best. All right, what do y'all think? Um, I, yeah, I don't know anything about like how this is gonna work for this. What you said, commander thing. I yeah, so I'm totally fine with doing that. Or I am. Yeah, I'm curious to hear more about uh, some of the roles that you see uh, for this battle. So that okay. we can start maybe feeling like yeah. maybe if we don't make a decision right now, maybe we can have a little bit more knowledge. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like I don't totally understand how it's going to work yet. So, well, yeah, because we haven't like really told you all much. So, cool. uh, yeah, why don't we take a break then? Take like a 10 real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll talk um, some roles. Cool. Thank you, 10. Thanks, 10. Thanks, 10.
What you up to, Kevin? What you sipping on? Kevin? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Oh, I just said, what's up? What are you sipping on? Oh, not much. Uh, just getting near the end of the school year. Got two more weeks. Should find out uh, tomorrow. Uh, or they'll, they'll vote tonight if I'll be Stuco sponsor uh, next year. The board voting on that tonight, which it probably should be a yeah. I can't think of any reason they wouldn't. And then uh, hopefully the next couple weeks find out uh, high school wrestling became available. So I'm going to apply for that and hope I get that. Mm. And then uh, um, if that happens, I'll probably end up having to drop wrestling. Mm. Not wrestling, excuse me, football. Football. Uh, that's just, it'd be too much. So I already talked to our head coach about that, which in a way would be kind of nice because then uh, I can keep doing D&D &D during the fall. No. Yeah, fuck football. Play play D and D. I mean, I'd still go on Friday nights and like help in the press box and everything, and like I'd still help a little bit, but like yeah, yeah. Also, it would be less hours. It's like mm. wrestling. I'll be a little more busy, but it'll be like, and my wrestling will be longer. That's like November to February. Um, but it's not nearly as late as like I can still do like at least Wednesday night game, and then um, it's it's just not as much. It's not as many hours as football. It just doesn't take as much time. And so I'd go from coaching two sports to coaching one sport and doing Stuco and make $1,000 more. So That sounds like a good deal to me. So hopefully that I'll find out in the next couple of weeks or not. So that'd be a big change. But it'd be kind of nice. Kind of welcome change. Dude, uh, I I wish I hope you and my friend from Florida can ever get in the same room together. He plays D and D. He's one of my friends from middle school. He's one of my dear, dear, dear friends. But he's a high school music teacher, so he teaches band. Oh, nice. Um, and he he just got a fucking like like award for like best teacher in Florida for like shit. A, that's awesome. A big award, and I was just like, yeah, that's my boy. Let's go, like. You've been doing the work for years. You've been caring about these kids. You've been leading these bands to like national championships. Like the recognition is fucking time. And he really awesome. cares about the pedagogy and the kids and doing right by them and their careers and their care, like their love of music. And I, I just love his dedication to it. And it's such a good, it's such a necessary thing on top of like not getting paid enough and all the other things you all deal with to sometimes get some recognition. Um, and I, I was just, when I heard that the other day, I was like, hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And that enthusiasm wears off in the kids. They, they pick up on that and that's what they, that's what they gravitate towards. I've realized like, yeah. That's the that's the most like common comment I get from like kids. I get some that's like, oh, they like the way they do this or that. But like generally the kids that aren't like the history kids are yeah. just like, I don't know, you like were so enthusiastic about it. it like, I don't know, kind of made it interesting. And I was like, hey, that's an A plus from a high school kid. I'll take that. That's uh, yeah, dragging them across the finish line of at least like kind of thinking it's interesting. That's a win. So. I mean, I. I could be misremembering, but I cannot maybe count on one hand the amount of teachers in high school 
that I really thought were like passionate about mm. their subject matter. And I, I got communicated a bunch of really amazing information and ideas and, and whatever, but like, I don't know what that would have been like to be around teachers. I mean, I know they were dealing with huge volumes of students and stuff, and it was a very competitive program. So that's a lot to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the few people that, that communicated that to me were instrumental in me continuing my like lifelong education. Um, and uh, yeah, so recognition where it's due. I was like, we've got a pretty good staff overall. We've got some that are like, hmm, you're just here for the paycheck. But at least like most of them are at least like legitimately interested in their in their subject, even if they're not like the best. And like, and who am I to judge? I'm not sitting in their classrooms. You know, I don't know. Uh, but like overall, like even that, like I still think most of our teachers are at least like, like I think like significantly interested in their subject like it's something they actually care about i'm like and that's better than a lot of schools at least mm -hmm. at least that i mean that it's not perfect but compared to some teachers that are out there i also think it'd be very different oh sorry go ahead mark oh i didn't say anything oh sorry i thought you were gonna pipe in i say like, i've also only ever gone to like small town schools like where i grew up like the Chini's like 2,000 people. So it'd just be so different, I'm sure. Like a different like atmosphere when you're at like a, a an actual city. More than a blip on the radar. Yeah, I mean, our high school, I don't know that you would consider us an actual city, but our county is fucking enormous. It's like one of the largest, most densely populated counties in the country actually shit outside of like some of the major um major metropolitan centers so there's like a lot of kids there there's a lot of different programs there's a lot of stuff getting mixed up and so like my like from what i understand like my high school and that general program was like almost as big as your whole town mm -hmm. i believe it so like that's a lot like I said, and when I had when I have all the kids every every sophomore and every junior in this like small ass town, yeah, you, know, you at least can like get to know them, and can like try and like make a connection with them. My sister has like <clears throat> different kids in a big school every semester, and she like just barely gets to know the kids, and then like they're gone. Yeah, but like I don't know. Small towns definitely have their uh, cons as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? Anyway, how's everyone I mean, else doing? There's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, just another day in America. Um, what was I was gonna say. Oh. Hope everything's been going well for uh, for everyone. Y'all excited for the move? 
Yeah, we're starting to put boxes together. But where are you guys moving? Uh, we're heading to Columbus in the fall. Oh, okay. I got a, a new job at Ohio State. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. What are you going to be teaching there? Oh, lighting design. So I'll have a okay. grad and undergraduate lighting design. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bigger program with better funding and less work for more money. So, like, it was sort of a... Uh, yeah. Aside from the fact that it's <laughs> in Ohio. Like, it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, there's that. But at least, like, of all the places in Ohio, Columbus seems like it's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing Man, that I hear most I'm is so that, excited like... excited that you're going there. Oh, sorry to come visit. Yes, because I graduated from there, so I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. That's well, awesome. Then you're going to have to tell us all this stuff, because I've only been there the once to interview, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, things have changed a lot, like, you know, but I know some really, I, I know a couple of really good spots you'd like, especially in Germantown. Um, but yeah, I'm so proud of you and happy for you. You're going to love it there. Thanks. Sorry, I know you were talking. I'm just like, I, I wanted to nerd out and just, I'm so happy for you. Okay, I'm no, done. No. I appreciate the enthusiasm. It it helps because it's been it's been weird being in the job that I'm leaving and getting this job. So it's been yeah. like a weird like, I it it's been bittersweet. So like we're now in the phase where it gets to just be exciting. So I'm yeah. excited when people are excited. I have to tell you a funny health thing that is totally for real. Um, I love Ohio. I would absolutely move back there because I I like the cold and stuff. Um. In the spring, it can get pretty cloudy. Like, there was one time where it was cloudy for an entire week, and I was like, this is weird. I'm going to start keeping track of this. And it was, it, it was cloudy. I didn't see the sun for an entire month. I Shit. am not exaggerating. Um, that's not totally normal, so don't get worried about that. I, just make sure you're taking your vitamin D. Completely serious. It helps a lot in the Midwest. <laughs> true story. True story. Yeah, yeah true story. True story. It does. Get a, get a sun lamp for your for your office. Uh, actually, yeah, I was actually prescribed one while I was there. I just never bought it. Uh, <laughs> Def definitely getting a sun lamp. Yeah. But honestly, I, I know this sounds like real weird and emo, but like. That idea of like a week of just like clouds, it actually sounds really <laughs> nice. It actually is really I was nice. The same thing. But hey, it, it can. Yeah. Week. No, but you guys know like some of the best emo bands come from <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Midwest shoegazing is a thing. It is the Ohio State University. That's right. Don't forget it. Yeah, I got to practice that because I've made fun of them for that my entire life because my whole family graduated from Michigan. Uh, oh, so I have to be careful oh. to not make fun of it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like a reflex. Oh, that's great. Are we, uh, All are right. we like back? Are you hang Getting into yeah, stuff, I think or so. we just hanging. 
Yeah, and I, I actually I had some news to share too. Neil was getting on me that yeah. I haven't told you guys yet. Um, I don't even know if you guys are gonna know. Uh, Barrett knows because I shared it with him. Um, there is a Japanese American violinist guy named Kishibashi. I be probably be a Miranda Pelito. Anyway, Kishibashi. He um, uh, he's playing in the Spoleto Festival in Charleston. Anyway, I'm trying to make this short. I had asked a couple, like, he's doing a couple of different concerts. I had asked around, like, hey, if I go to one of your concerts, can I have him sign this one violin I have? Because um, I really look up to him and, and everything. And uh, one place was like, yeah, you might be able to. And then this festival place was like, we'll get back to you. I got to email this one lady. And I never heard from them. So Neil and I just decided to go see him this weekend in Asheville. And the Spoleto Festival did actually finally get back to me a few weeks later. And they were like, hey, we have an opportunity for you. Um, we need some backup violin players for him at the concert. Do you want to play with him? Fuck yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome. What? Yeah. So I'm playing in like a quartet with Kishibashi in a month. In Charleston. What? That's awesome. <laughs> That's that amazing. is so cool. Uh, I'm so happy and excited. I know I'm mind blown because I haven't. I'm like panicking too because I haven't done anything with violin in like 13 years almost. Um, so I'm actually gonna go take some violin lessons from the doctor of violin at the University of South Carolina <laughs> just for some brush up. But yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> That's I don't. Sweet. I don't think you need it at this point. But I, a, a director that I worked with in Atlanta actually worked very closely with one of the people that was like one of the heads of Spoleto. Oh so wow! Okay. More, if you want more connections, I got you. But that's fucking amazing, Sarah. Awesome. And I've Thank heard you. A little, I've heard a little bit about it, but this is so fucking cool. I'm so excited for you. I still can't believe it. I'm like, I'm not worthy. I keep listening to the music over and over again, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, no, I'm not good enough for this. <laughs> I am, but I'm just like, oh, this is the biggest thing I've ever done. So I'm like terrified. It'll be fine. That's amazing. And yeah, that venue so is cool. great. Is it? Yeah, the Cistern Yard is really pretty. I saw, um, so I worked production for Spoleto um, when I was in college. And oh, the sweet. Cistern Yard, I think, is where I saw Trombone Shorty. And it's a really, they set that up really nicely. And it's really oh, lovely. That's so awesome. It's like in this grove of trees and very magical. It's, it's very nice. That's what I read, that it's in a grove of um, oak trees, which, thank God, I'm taking allergy shots already. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend bug spray and allergy medicine. <laughs> yeah, because I am very allergic to oaks. But, yeah, so I'm really excited. Yay. I knew my artsy friends would get it. Amazing. Yeah, that is so super cool. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, we're getting into some uh, planning for this next phase of the battle. Yeah, so let me kind of explain uh, what this is, and this might be a good uh, good barometer of how crazy me and Kevin are. Um, so this um combat's gonna be you know army on army 
large scale, um, everything's gonna be big. Uh, you aren't gonna have your normal character abilities and stuff in this part of it. Um, basically what we're kind of thinking is each round of the battle is like an hour long. Um, so, you know, your turns and stuff, you know, instead of thinking in six seconds, you're almost thinking in, you know, the course of an hour. Um, and you're mainly going to have more like commanding abilities. Like you, you know, depending on your role, you can still have, um, you know, do damage or stuff like that. But, uh, but you know, you'll you'll have something uh, curtailed just for this battle in like this commander role. Um, let me go back to the top of my notes. Uh, so yeah, think of this almost more like a, um, I don't know, video game slash board game. Uh, kind of throw most D&D rules out the window to some degree. Uh, so you have your commander rules, and uh, on each of your turns, you'll get five action points. Uh, so actions are one action point would be move two action points for a roll action uh which will kind of create different roll actions for your character so let's say you're uh in charge of the cavalry uh maybe a roll action could be lead the charge or another roll action could be um defensive formation or you know stuff like that um three action points for a roll legendary action this will be something that you'll get, um, you know, probably use of like three times a day, um, costs more, and this is like a larger cool thing, you know. So, um, you know, if this is like, I don't know, speaking video game terms, this is like your special ability almost. Um, and, you know, it will, depending on your role, it'll be something that can like really change the course of battle. Uh, and then five action points. So if you use all your action points on your turn, um, you can do a hero divine action. Uh, this is once per day. Um, sorry, I'm just going to post all this. Um, yeah, I'm starting to take notes on it too. I'm starting to put a few things to. Gaia. As well. Um, yeah, I'll let you keep going, Mark. So yeah, uh, so five action points, you get like a divine action. You can use this once per day. This is like ultimate ability, uh, you know, something that's really game-changing. And again, and, you know, each thing will depend on your role, but let's say you're leading the cavalry. Um, it's Ren or something. Use magical darkness to hide the cavalry as you, you go undetected across the battlefield and you get right damage on your attack based on it or you know like you roll 10 d10 dice and that will be like the damage on it you know like something like big like that um oh no so does that kind of make sense to everyone so far So let me see if uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully this is making sense. If not, make sure if I'm right on this, so we're on the same page. But like so, basically, you're not gonna have your normal action. You have a player, right? You have a squad. You're overseeing a squad, and then kind of moving your character 
your character is going to do like a series of actions over an hour. So you want to cast a spell. What, you know, essentially what kind of damage could they do with that spell or whatever that attack, like Mark said, like in an hour. Or so it, we're, we're fast tracking combat, basically, like trying to make combat. But, but more it's not your. But it's not like combat. if you have character spells, like it's not your right. own character spells. It's whatever, you know, we've created for this, like role that you're sorry i thought i was talking about yeah yeah, that as like as your commander role like you're picking a series of actions three is that right mark so go ahead i mean it'll probably be more than that but yeah okay so my question is then like what what roles are available to us like so so yeah i mean it kind of (laughs) depends so there's definitely in general you know there's infantry there's cavalry there's archers there is the dragon riders. Um, there is, you know, archers that are more on the wall. I don't think um, that's the roles so, they're talking about. I, 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 I know, I know, I know, okay, I know. Okay, okay. So, Sorry. like, those are the general, like, troops um, in the battle. And so, like, you could have your general role could be, like, okay, Erlen's leading the infantry, um, and we can create a role kind of around that and your, you know, you're on the battlefield doing things. Ren maybe is like, okay, I want to be setting up defenses and like some of the archers on the walls and stuff. Like I want to be more of a like logistics role to like make sure, you know, you know, everything's where it needs to be for the defense. Um, Let's say um, Karen wants to, you know, turn into an Eagle and kind of help the um, flying units. You know, there's the airship that, you know, someone could be in, charge of um there's general morale throughout the city that can be um uh, helped out and stuff so you know it could be more of a healer like it can really be whatever you want like if you had a you know kind of what would your role in the battle be and then we would kind of create some so that's that's your kind of role, commander role. What's up, Barrett? Um, uh, question is like, okay, with all these action points, how many action points do we have a day? What is that based off of? So you get five action points around, uh, and you know, generally, you know, we're thinking about eight hours would be a day of combat. So eight rounds. And that would be like per unit, right? Per squad of archers, per swordsman, right? I, I'm just talking their commander roles right now. Okay, okay, sorry. So, I mean, think of it still as... So, sorry, I just like, you know, think Go of ahead. it still as like your normal player character role. Um, you just get different abilities and stuff, and we're going to make it so it's, you know, like five, maybe six abilities uh, to where it's simple, where it's not like you have a whole bunch of spells you have to go through or like learn a completely brand new character. Um, like everything's going to be like pretty simplified. So it's like just a couple things you have to do on your turn. So hopefully it'll move really quick. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, you know, the actions are, you know, 
still kind of like general combat, you know, you still have an action bonus action, but you know, um, kind of just getting like these different abilities in those actions. So. Is this making so is, sense? Is our initial question here, like, does anybody have any sort of like first impulses towards what they would do? Uh, my first instinct. Aaron. I will also add one thing real quick too. Uh, the C. Do not think of the like C part of it. Uh, we're going to kind of do the C completely separate. So this is just like land defenses. I think Erlen is kind of torn between the impulse uh, to take up the shield and protect as many people as possible, uh, but also he knows that this is Undessa coming, so he wants to be out on the field ready to meet him. So in that regard, I guess Erlen's leading a, a unit. Would you think more infantry or cavalry? Let's get Clover out on the field. Not to be a complete dumbass, what is the difference? I mean, like, cavalry, you're on horses or, you know, some kind of beast and uh, faster moving unit and then infantry is just ground troops. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so sounds unless, like cavalry. Unless, unless Rain wants to lead the cavalry. Let's do it together. I actually want to be flying. Can I fly over the cavalry? I'll, can I back mm -hmm. it up? How about that? How about you're in the front and I'm in the back? I love There's it. There's definitely room for flying. Hell I yes. mean, yeah, there are drakes and stuff. So if you want, there is like some flying units and it can be, you know, a combination of fly ovary. Um, yeah. So you got Pegasus, um, right? That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Air air cav air cavalry is like totally a thing in oh, many, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. many campaigns across the world, so Okay. What about you, Ren? Miranda, what you feeling? Yeah, let's go to Miranda. I'm I'm good to hold on for a second. You caught me away from my button. Um I feel like Nim would be farther away. Um so maybe up a, there's something about being up maybe by the archers, but like are there mat is there with the magic or maybe with all of that art, um, fire that Ethan has put in. I feel like there's something, something with being far away and being able to throw things at people. So do we want to just say like maybe like story? wall defenses? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. seems right. Like, so like, you know, you could maybe have like a archer action, a alchemy, 
and then there's not a lot of magic users in the battle but there are some druids um so there would be some like druids doing some um spells and stuff from on top of the wall so that okay. seemed right okay um we'll wait to see all right barrett what are you feeling Well, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm I'm kind of feeling like the way Ren is feeling about positioning and positionality. I know. Yeah, what's up? Uh, sorry, I, I know one role that Ethan will take for sure. I know how, because uh, I've already kind of talked to him about that. Yeah, I mean, I would say um, I had some thoughts about some of these different roles that I think people Sorry, are picking up on. Um, but I think, I don't know, like, I feel like maybe I'm in the airship and I'm kind of like strategic command, like for the initial thing, like I'm trying to like direct and like help move people from place to place and like if i notice a thing that's going one way or the other like ren is you know uniquely positioned to be the person that can cast a sending message out to be like erlin you know the west wall is falling i need like you need to get over there kind of thing and and trying to give you some like understanding of like what's coming in over your head um, and then, you know, I can have some sort of aerial support, but I will be kind of like doing my, um, portent and, um, you know, spellcasting modifying kind of like magic. Um, that's kind of my initial thought. Um, I could get down to the nitty gritty on the wall with somebody. I mean, I think there are people that are better suited for that role, but if nobody's going to do that, I will go to the wall and be one of the people up there that's trying to, like, repel the initial assault. Um, okay. But my thought is to be more of, like, up on the airship, kind of, like, taking a taking an orbit, taking a route, and trying to, like, see what's happening. Yeah. I have a feeling Neil might want to do airship, too, just because there's going to be cannons. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, Dasher and Ren could like be up on the airship, being like the you know just the air, a, a, air a, naval command. Uh -huh. but, yeah, I think yeah, I think. Yeah. I hope that Neil listens to this recording and knows how much we know that he loves cannons. <laughs> oh no, I have already texted him twice about cannons. It's kind of Dasher's character in a nutshell. Um, cool. And then, yeah, we'll kind of, I think Liz has a whole bunch of different things that she could do. So, we'll, uh, um, cool, yeah. I mean, I if, think there's a, if there's that's a role... Kind of... I was just going to say, if there was a role, Mark, that you were seeing that we were, like, not fulfilling that you had imagined for this battle of like someone doing x y or z thing if like somebody needs to be on artillery or something like you know I, i'm willing to kind of pivot for the moment um but if you're kind of down to just like see where we're all falling oh, right no. now, then that's no i 
No, I like think that's all this. Good. Well, this was kind of, yeah, this was kind of the plan. And you know, like like a normal battle, there would be like you know, especially in this situation, there's probably going to be holes in your plans. And you know, these roles are kind of the things that you're putting your attention to. And you know, maybe it opens up some weaknesses in other areas, but. But that's kind of the fun of the battle. I, I wanted it to be like a very, you choose how you want to like defend and do this and like spread your resources. So. Um, can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. So you had thrown out earlier in the session when we kind of got to this point with the orcs that um, you maybe had like a one shot plan that we could like do is there something that we can do as a group to kind of get in the vibe of like what we're gonna do in a couple of weeks with this battle that we could play with yeah yeah minutes while we're all in the space and thinking about this or i i don't have it prepared yet but i am like before we do the battle i do have like a little like one shot with y'all that uses these roles and stuff um so y'all can get used to it so that is a plan, but yeah, it would kind of right now until I fully make what these roles do, it'd be kind of, I don't know, hard to do. But that definitely has given us a lot of good ideas of the types of roles to kind of build. And like, um, that gets us definitely a lot to like work with and help kind of customize it to your characters. Um, and if, do you think this would change a little bit based upon when we learn a little bit more? You know, we can probably make that happen to a point. So, just kind of going into uh, now that I think we kind of have roles, and you know, me and Kevin will kind of talk through some things, and we'll also talk to y'all and figure out, you know, what you know, some details and actions of your roles will be. Um, so I kind of want to go into the units, too. Um, so you'll have your commander role. Um, that will be kind of your main role. And again, you know, you'll have like five, six actions or whatever. Make it pretty quick and easy. Not a lot of roles that you have to do. Um, then you will also, of course, there will be a whole bunch of different... Um, uh, units on the battlefield so you know cavalry and infantry and um, archers on the walls and stuff like that so we have kind of created um you know basically on the map they it will be a single token but that token represents let's say um a certain number of people so uh i just posted on the discord you'll kind of see what we have for a swordsman so a swordsman like uh battalion i guess we would say would have a hp of a hundred uh i kind of picture that as being almost like a hundred people a hundred troops in the uh, um uh, uh then you have they have a plus five for attack this uh, this is just in general i'm just kind of going over like a sample unit Um, 
and so and then they have a ac of 16. Um, and then they also have a regular action uh, where they can split into two units uh, with half the HP, but same attack. So um, there is some strategic things and stuff that, you know, it's really simple, especially for like simple swordsmen. They have one action, basically they attack. Um, and then, yeah, um, the way rolling will work um, is a little different. Uh, so basically, um, One sec, let me let me look at my own notes, make sure I'm not saying this wrong. And uh, one thing too, like I I and marketer will put together like a little like Google Doc. Like I'll put some together. It has like a little like a breakdown of like rules and stuff. I'll make it a little simple, like you could look at yeah, it yeah. hopefully and, and like know what you need to do. We'll we'll get this fine-tuned for you. We're just trying to give you a general idea of what's going to be happening in the RTS. So that you guys kind of like hopefully can create like a mental picture of it. Um, so swordsman, for example, let's say it's making an attack on another swordsman infantry group. Uh, so how it works is you would roll a d20 like a normal attack, and then it has a plus five to its attack. So you would add five to it. Um, and then basically if you beat the, um, AC of the unit, you deal damage to it. Uh, but instead of rolling damage, basically, it determ it's determined by your attack roll. So let's say um, this other swordsman group have a AC of 16, and you roll a 26, uh, you would deal 10 damage to that infantry group. Now, same thing would be true if you don't beat the AC. So let's say you roll really bad, you roll a nat 1, you get plus 5 to that, so you only roll a 6. Um, the defender would deal 10 points of damage to you. So it's it's simplifying it, so there's only one roll, it's just an attack roll, and the damage is based on whatever the difference is in the roll and the AC of it. Think like Does this. that make sense? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's like rollies with points. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I think, you know, that's for the most part what combat will be. You know, uh, we'll kind of, I think we still need to decide how we're dividing up the troops. But uh, me and Kevin kind of need to determine how many troops are going to go on the battlefield first. Um, so we're kind of play testing a few things. Uh, but most likely what will happen is we'll say, okay, each of you get like three different, let's say like three to five different uh, troops on the map that you can control. Um, so, you know, you'll have your commander action and then you'll also have these like simpler actions uh, from your units. So that would, that's the main kind of thing in combat is um, unit role or unit uh, turns and then your commander turns. Do you guys have any questions over that? Well, it makes sense to me. Uh, 
I'm kind of weird. I don't know why my brain does this with literally everything I am learning, but um, it's like I don't really understand it until I'm doing it. So sure, sure. You know, I'll probably either get the hang of it, or maybe we can just. I mean, I'm sure we'll go over it again a little bit before we do it. So it'll, yeah, it'll yeah, fun. and and what we'll, it'll be a lot easier when I have like character sheets for each of the units, where it's like then you only have like, you know, you just have to press a button and. Yo, yeah, that's so. the thing. I'm like trying to paint it all in my head, and it's like jumbled. But once I see it on the screen and stuff, it'll be so much better. So yeah, sure. I think it makes sense. I think it does. But yeah. So hopefully, like the uh, the goal is that like it'll hopefully balance that like you're in control of more characters than you're used to, but also each of those characters does less things and can do less each turn. Yeah. So we're hoping that that. Hopefully we'll find that balance and our and our one shot test of it will help us figure out if we did that or not. Um and then yeah, on the opposite side of it, this is as PvP as possible. Me and Kevin will be doing the exact same thing. We'll have like commander roles and we'll have unit roles and we will straight up be like no har no holds like we're controlling the undead army we're trying to kill y'all all right this is war rude good pep talk so um just some general other things just so it's in your mind when we're thinking about roles um so there is morale across the city. So this is almost like a global modifier. So uh, based on how battles going and th things like that, um, we'll kind of assign a uh, morale meter. It'll basically be zero to 100. And kind of based on where that meter is at, you'll get some global modifiers and stuff uh, across the city, uh, either positive or negative, depending on um, how y'all are kind of keeping up morale and stuff. So that's another just thing to think about that uh, could involve your role, you know, just because you're on Calvary doesn't, uh, you could still have an action where you're like, okay, I want to inspire, you know, uh, um, the troops or, you know, you, you can do some morale things uh, if, uh, if, yeah, if you think that's important. Um, Then, of course, there will be like certain defenses and stuff on the map, like the walls and stuff like that. We'll have hit points. It's not any kind of hit points that y'all need to keep track of. It's something that just RP-wise throughout the battle, me and Kevin will be keeping track of and all, you know, be through my words telling you like how the walls are doing. And uh, but you won't you won't know the hit points per se of the walls and stuff. Um, and then there's definitely is a world where like if y'all want to set up like traps or uh, fallback plans or anything like that throughout the city, um, we can kind of have moments like that um, kind of throughout the battle. If you're like, okay, if the walls fall down, like this is the next plan and we could almost break the action for a second for y'all to like, like um, kind of act based on what your fallback plan is. Um, and then each night, you know, 
battle will seize kind of each night and uh y'all will uh be able to you know do actual player character things throughout the city you know uh helping defenses or um changing the strategy or you know whatever it is that you might want sound too crazy to y'all no it sounds good yeah, man, I'm into it. It's it's going to be interesting seeing uh, a bit a much larger battle than we're used to. Yeah. Uh, anything that I'm kind of missing, Kevin? Just know in general, like I want this to be as. Uh, cinematic and stuff as possible that um especially since kevin's helping me dm this like um i'm definitely gonna try to um create paint as good of a battlefield uh as i can and scene and stuff for you so um you know y'all are more than welcome to get as flavorful um in your um actions and stuff and how you would command this battle as you want so um i'm always still on board for like shenanigans like you tell me what you want to do in this moment of the battle and like we'll find a way to make it happen like within reason but sweet yeah man i'm excited i'm ready for it it's only are been we... like a year in the making <laughs> i we... i can't remember are we having some kind of I know that we have a ship. Is that going to be involved in any way? Or that's not close enough to be? No, the the naval part of it will be a completely separate thing. Um, okay, okay. Initially, I was going to have them both happening at once, but it just... This is too much. It was, it'd be a lot for everyone to keep track of, so... Yeah. There's already a lot to keep track of. This will make it a little bit easier. The gods were merciful. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Kevin? We can't hear you, bud. You're muted. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, be, so think about, you know, as you're thinking of like player actions, like what might your player be doing? You could, um, what a player could be doing, you know, just be thinking about like the different connections and stuff that you made in the city and how those might, uh, come to aid you in, in the combat. Which I know you have been doing like to an extent, but uh, you know, for especially like for good, I, I don't know. That's just something about like you know what types of units might be available and things like that. We'll get you some of that more available too. But like, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. I had something in my head and I lost it halfway through, so don't worry about it. Yeah, just know like every action that you have took so far 
will affect something in the battle. Like as simple as like Mary's place, like in general in my book has like boosted morale of the city. So like y'all will be starting up out with like a higher morale uh, because of that. So. Sweet. Who knew that little so, place could do so much? Never underestimate the uh, value of a good grassroots movement. <laughs> um, All right, so let me so let me get let me get this straight though. It, so the the combat situation is like we have a hundred units, a hundred swordsmen per se in a group, right? Again. So it, it's basically the HP of your unit is how pretty much how many have. troops you have. Right. Yeah. So just and then when we so, roll, yeah. like oh. we roll an attack, like all right, I'm gonna roll. I'm just gonna roll a d20. You know. We'll... Yep. All right. I rolled an 18. Uh. And. Let's say your bonus is a plus five. All right, plus five. So then I rolled a 23 against their AC. Their AC was and 16. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so with my 23, help me with the math, that's seven? Seven. So I, I took seven of their men in that, that initial skirmish. Yeah. Yes. So that's just, I don't know, I, I think the best way to, like, visualize it, I guess, a little bit more. Like, I don't want to get, like, super nitty-gritty into, like, the details of, like, um, you know, exactly it's a one-for-one, -one, like, um, generalization, but if... The no, morality if of the one-to-one -one kills that we're doing in our Play Pretend Fantasy game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, that's the thought. So, um, all right, so we've got what like the three main pillars of like how we sway the battle are morale, the mm -hmm. shape of the battle, and then the individual actions. Is that accurate? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. And you know, there will be um Yeah, I mean, you know, like strategic things of like what units do you take out first? What, you know, do you take out their commanders first? Like um, Undessa will, of course, be doing some shit throughout. And um, yeah. This is StarCraft and we're playing the Zerg and we're coming for you. <laughs> We're we're lining up the siege tanks and the marines are in their bunkers, so like bring it, buddy. <laughs> I didn't play StarCraft. <laughs> Some of us are in the Yamato battle cannon uh battle cruisers up in the sky. Let's see what we got. Rains and a wraith. We're doing it. <laughs> I mean, I definitely was thinking about StarCraft and, like, Age of Empires the whole time I was making this. Man, I'm a StarCraft player from, like, way back, so let's go. I still never played somehow. 
I've told oh, I, yeah. I, I it's like somehow part of our generation completely missed StarCraft. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like sheltered, you're all home. I was playing Warcraft <laughs> three. <laughs> okay, work. okay, there you go. Close I wasn't enough, playing any enough. of that shit because I had dial up. <laughs> and lots of oh, uh -huh. all disc, all disc, lots of Command and Conquer. Oh, Command oh, and yeah, Conquer, yes, yeah, let's go. Not Do you remember the first-person shooter Command and Conquer? Yes, that yeah. game was awesome. It was actually really cool. I got MVP. Did you play Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun? Oh yeah, yes, Tiberian I played all Sun. The Command and I had the like eight disc like pack. Mm -hmm. Sarah, to your Sarah, to your point, some of us were doing this on dial-up, and it was a it was a whole problem for our <laughs> family. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the problems I was creating is I was trying to download songs that were taking, like, three days to download. Oh, shit, and, of right. course, you know, like, a, a phone call would come through and break my connection, and then I'd have to start my download off. Yep. Trying to download Final Fantasy music. That was like a DBZ fan, fan stories is what I was trying to download. Power um, uh, access websites uh, devoted to power level tracking. <laughs> I was just playing some home uh, home star runner flash videos. Yeah, so. there you go. There it's you great. Go. My God, yeah. Um, Is there, okay, all right, all right. So we're all we're all here, Mark. You've got us like thinking about the thing is there anything else we can crowdsource while we're thinking about this together yeah i mean if we want we can kind of go through the roles one by one and just like almost maybe come up with some actions or something uh you know brainstorm some ideas and then maybe me and kevin can go and turn them into actual things and um figure out you know which ones you want to keep and which ones you don't so, like, here's yeah. a thought. I don't know, Mark. This is just a thought for you and, like, a thought for Barrett. Okay? Like, so you're up in the airship. Maybe you're, like, calling in a strike. Like, so you could, like, direct a unit to, like, make a bombardment on, like, a certain area or something. Like, a unit out of its turn. Kind of like a legendary action. Essentially, like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking, like, an air bombardment would maybe be your, like, special action. So it, you could do it, like, three times per day. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, so. that would either be about the airship that I'm on, or it's like me as a unit doing like Eldritch Blasts and a, like other spells like down from the airship kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think in general, like, yeah, bombardment from, you know, maybe some are throwing bombs over, you know, some of the alchemist fire overboard, some are, you know, shooting cannons. Um, we can, yeah, casting spells, yeah. Because I had I had talked to Erilyn at one point, and Erilyn had kind of, like, um, identified that they had the ability to do, like, the magic circle um, spell. So, like, That's right. for them, I would love, I would love to include that at the, you know, at the base of our, maybe it's 10 action points or something like that, or, like, it's, like, a real, like, it's a big, like, I'm going to cast like a stasis ring 
on this part of the battlefield and we're going to like lock that part of the battlefield out for a few minutes or an hour or something yeah, like I, that. Like, yeah, I think that can our, definitely we combine our action points and we're like, okay, Erlen, I need you to do that right there. And we can only do it once a day. Yeah. We'll like do the Genzu force and we'll like point over like whatever. <laughs> And like we're gonna we're gonna like call it we're gonna call an action out and we're gonna like try to lock down a certain area so that we can move the flow of battle around. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that can definitely be uh, like a legendary action for someone. Your like once a day action. Yeah. Are what what kind of part of um, I know you we were kind of talking that for be is there i and you were kind of talking about combining forces a little bit like what do you think your part of this like stasis ring kind of thing would be from above me Mm -hmm. uh i would have to look at my spell list i mean i think it would be um i think it would be identifying the place it would maybe be my like ability to use a sending spell to actually like call in like a satellite phone call about something so um, in the yeah. what what, a, what about this what if we gave you a um action that just kind of lets you buff people's things uh yeah. so like maybe you know um since you are kind of calling out things from above maybe it's a um you know you're giving them a plus to attack and damage I mean, one of the things I would remind us of is that, like, we have a couple beacons, so maybe a beacon is with me, and the beacon is the 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 dodecahedron, the Luxon beacon is the way to like, you know, buff a buff a idea or a moment, um, and it's like up on the airship until the airship gets shot down eventually. I'm hoping slash thinking. Wait, you're you're hoping that the airship that you're in beyond gets shot down? No, I'm not hoping, but I'm like, look, I mean, <laughs> dramatic things being what they are, like, I, I don't know. We'll see. It's an airship that's not very fast, and it's you're kind of just lumbering the over the skies with a dracolich. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Ren no longer yearns for this world. Yeah. Look, I've got a fly spell. I'll get down to the ground, like... I hope all hands aren't lost on the way down, but like, all right, I do see a really cool <laughs> um, Ahsoka moment of you just like diving out of the airship, though. Right. <laughs> yeah, and like I, so yeah, so I'm thinking like I would love to be like calling things and trying to like help out in the air, and like you know, if if I see rain tangling with a bunch of like you know uh dracoliches and things up in the air that like i'm trying to like be like you know steer us over there i'm gonna like fire some eldritch blasts off and try to help her but at the other hand i'm trying to like help out on the general battlefield and um you know i don't know i think everybody should find creative ways to find connection between their different parts as also we need to be focused on what we're doing So I'm just going to add another action for you in the airship. One would be like defensive maneuvers just to give the airship like a plus AC um, or maybe like extra movement. 
Yeah, especially if Dasher is up there with me, I think Dasher could be helping, but Dasher might also be on the walls. I don't know what Neil is going to want to do, so. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we can kind of, once we talk to them, we'll figure that out. Um, let's see, in action, you would have, like, a general attack. Um, maybe not, like, full cannons, but your um, air-to-air kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, what's some other things that kind of seem like intriguing actions or, um, you know, special action or legendary action that. Nim, are you down with this idea of like working with the magic elements, but also artillery? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I mean, anything to stand far away from things and then throw magic at them and hide. That is that is that is her one move. <laughs> like I, I feel like you have this staff of embers or like your fire staff. So I feel like if you're with the trebuchets or like some sort of siege weapons and you're like like using magic to light up the the payloads could be interesting. And there's probably other things you could be doing like. Do you have slow or other? I don't. Like, you don't? Okay. Um. But yeah, like I, I mean, you know, in terms of, in terms of being somewhere and commanding a, a set of people, like being able to sort of use the magic to communicate, right? There's something about the, you know, the 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 staff of embers when a flame shoots up and then you go, right? That doesn't, it could be silent communication. Um, there's also the part, I mean, not because I know that we're not trying to get too deep into having our own spells with us, right? But things like the fog, like fog clouds and being able to obscure that front line and things like that would be cool. Also, just thinking out loud, like if you have any ideas for like passive abilities that you could have too, like, I think that's fine too. So like I just put one for Miranda of silent communication. I think that can just be like a passive ability that her units have. Um, I don't just just thinking out loud, but yeah. Sorry, keep going. I mean, I know I have the staff from Listre, which is the the like light staff. So I think there's something there, and I know I can like un turn undead, but I think that is kind of Ren's. Hail Mary, like if you go down to ground, he has the ability to like create a path for people. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm like thinking about later. Uh I'll just put as I, an action light it up. Uh where you like you can because there will definitely be like pretty heavy fog of war in the battlefield. Um so I can say that like you definitely couldn't, you know, use the beacon to kind of illuminate an area. And maybe we can treat that as like a bonus action or something. I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of putting it down to think about. How many of us have turned the undead? Is it? I do. You have your your stuff does turn undead. Is that correct? Mine. 
Erlen, what you're asking me. I I was just wondering, like in terms of in terms of retreat, if more if like four of us all cast it together, is that in thinking Hail Mary, is that a like fuck it, you know, get out of here move? I mean, yeah. I kinda like that. Hold on. I was just grabbing the um where the text was around the staff of dawn. Um Uh, I can repulse things on light. It's not really turn undead. Um, I don't know. I would have to look at this again. And again, like I, I, you know, I think we can use the spirit of the staff to come up with something for it for this battle, and you know, just know that, like, you know, what. You know, we're kind of using an empowered version huh. of the staff per se for this battle, and it's not like you get this. We, we didn't every go. Time we yet. didn't go to the top yeah. of the the lighthouse in Listre and fight shadow demons for yeah for nothing. <laughs> yeah. So so like it yeah I, I definitely think that's for sure a uh, thing and um, an action for sure if you can think of any you know some special or like legendary actions with that. Um, you know, I'll kind of think through some things with that, too. Um, any spells or anything, Barry, in kind of your spell book that stand out to you that could maybe be a cool thing for this battle that we could, you know, make an empowered version of for this larger combat? Well, we talked about darkness. So we have the empowered version of darkness that we've talked about. There's the potentially empowered version of hypnotic pattern which has a radius effect and then the last one maybe is major image um the other one that's like my only fourth level would be banishment um if there was like a solo entity or something but those are the main ones the area effects are through the spell is dawn and then darkness and hypnotic pattern Okay. Um, yeah, I think we should for sure do something with darkness. I think that's since you've already had your empowered version of it. Um, yeah, and I think you kind of controlling dark and light and kind of overseeing the battlefield, I think is a cool thing that, uh, especially with all the fog of war, would be um, very helpful. And you know, we'll give some pluses and minuses and stuff uh for this too but um yeah okay i think that's good for barrett for now of course like if you have any ideas of uh, you know anything else that might be cool or you know really think about like your once a day action what you think uh, that could be um i was i was thinking uh you know erlen's main trait is that he wants to protect he is the shield 
So, uh, if there was some way that, like, to extend and amplify his uh, creating disadvantage by being close to people, you know, the... Mm-hmm. That if it, could if maybe... it like extended to the, the the unit to like help, uh, I mean, like in 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 action, it is Erlen literally fighting and shielding the men to like be a shield to this to a whole group of people rather than just like the party, the Kriminar. So what if we had, like, what if you had a passive in general that kind of used your auras? And then, like, maybe a special one of your, like, ultimate abilities uh, could, like, be a powered-up version of, like, your auras. Like, a really, um, I don't know, you make them bigger or stronger Yeah. Um, let's see. You would have like a normal like action, a ground to ground attack. Um, you would probably have a movement action. How many, uh, movement amplifying. How many units are we going to be controlling? Uh, we still need to kind of determine that. Me and Kevin need to play test it to figure out what feels right. Uh, but I'm thinking somewhere around five. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. What What else are you thinking? Be any like spells or anything that could be some actions uh, or yeah um, i think that uh ren and erlen were onto something uh ren and erlen were onto something with the magic circle um as a way of kind of creating a no dead in no dead out in certain places Okay. Dig it. I think also, Erlen, you've had so much success as a, like, precision striker when you, like, have that last moment of, like, there's no option left, but I've got to get in here. Of like, could you forego the action of the group? The group kind of holds, and you go for the like lead leader of the opposing squad, where you you're gonna like disrupt the chain of command because you're gonna like go challenge the like lead commander. Of like, could you have like one of your actions be like a a strike? Yeah, I like that idea. 
Yeah, that's cool. I've been trying to build in that like phase strike. So yeah, uh, that, yeah, I like that as an idea. Kevin, you mind taking this note down? I had to let Eleanor out real quick. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead and uh, repeat that. Sorry, what you're saying. I missed uh, part of that, Barrett. So it'd be like a precision strike on a commander. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I think would be a real cool action for sure. Yep. I like that. Because, uh, yeah, just that is definitely a thing that you can do. Like, the commanders that they have on the battlefield will, you know, can be directly targetable and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But so can you, so... I'm ready. Erlen is ready. Anything you can else you can think of B with your kind of cavalry unit. Um, I mean, do know that like you know your cavalry unit can include like there's going to be mammoths kind of in the cavalry. There's horses. There's um, you know druid beasts that will be kind of riding into battle too. Um, so you'll kind of have a whole cornucopia of kind of cavalry units if you have any other ideas on things. So horses, mammoths, Infantry. Uh, any other special units that I should be aware of? Uh, just like, just in general, like the druids have a lot of their, you know, um, beasts and stuff they'll be riding into the battle. Yeah, I mean, Erlen's not much of like a commander, so as much as anything, it is just kind of a. All right, let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the front lines mixing it up. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think we'll all really kind of work around some stuff, maybe around your passives and auras. Um, that'll kind of just be like. Um, some general like protector like stuff and then give you some individual attacks i mean like too. is there is there a way to like uh, maybe like specify like where i am specifically on on the field and then give like the certain sections that i'm around get the boost yeah 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 for sure yeah, yeah. each of y'all will have your individual tokens on battlefield too Um, let's see who else. Let's talk through Sarah. Or are you kind of thinking airwise? There's definitely drakes that will be there. The druids will also have some beasts um, up there as well. I have no idea. So what? What? 
What do you think Rain would do in about? Are you a Lord of the Rings fan? Yeah. At all? Okay. I mean, I'm not a a huge. You like, the like movies, okay? Though, right? Hold on. Ugh, fuck. I'm not like. Shit. My brain is talking in like two it, different languages at the same time right now. I'm trying to go from Japanese to English in my brain. Um, I haven't read the books and stuff, but I've seen the movie, so I am a casual fan. Okay, okay, I got it out. So, I like the elves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like I'm that girl. <laughs> Have you seen him on that paddleboard? No. Um, uh, basically, like Minas Tirith or like Helm's Deep, the big like siege battles. Mm-hmm. What do you think Rain as a character would be doing in that situation? Oh, she'd definitely be like essentially Legolas, like in the back shooting everybody with the bow so like so maybe your character is working with the archers and if she's near other archers they get like in a boost to attack or something like that you know like a, or not necessarily that but like you know because maybe because she's she's encouraging them she's showing them how to shoot you know she's like aiding the troops or uh what uh what else do you think maybe rain would be doing like in that situation uh sorry i was just looking at something yeah because i i always had her charisma is really high i never really have utilized it much because i just not great at that in rp Mm -hmm. yet but i imagine that would assist in boosting morale somehow i'm not Sure. Certain how. Well, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, the great thing about charisma is that it's not necessarily about like talking your way out of things. It's about like force of personality and like being a person in some moment where you lead that kind of general group of people to like not break. Right. So you are actually there being the even if you're just the person standing there and like everybody else is like, what's going on? You're just like, no, just keep drawing arrows and keep firing. Like, we're just going to like continue doing what we're doing. So it can be about force of will and not mm-hmm. really about like, how much can I talk my way into or out of something? Right. So that's one way that I like to think about charisma a lot of times. Um, like versus persuasion. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good way to think about it. Okay. Like, I guess I thought about that for in terms like pro wrestling. There's a lot of pro wrestling that's not verbal. That is absolutely yeah. charisma. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um. Or maybe, maybe she's flying with her Pegasus and uh you know charges ahead you know like get you know increases the movement of the other peg like other f- riders by leading by example by you know cuz she charisma yeah yeah i mean rain correct me if i'm wrong like your the things that i've seen you play in the games that we've played together is like your very passionate and focused 
and you have like some like really deep skills that you're like trying to explore, but there are these kind of divine interventions inside of your um inside of your martial combat that aid you that kind of make you a leader could make you a leader amongst a squad or amongst a section of people so even if you're not the one like calling out the orders like people might follow you into a formation you could like you've got your divine connection you've <clears throat> got your martial prowess you're on your pegasus you're flying so like you're shooting you're flying you could like like kevin said you could create more movement you could create more martial um prowess for people you could also be if there's a spell that like really would augment the you know if there's like an ice spell where you're gonna like create some sort of slowed movement on an attack where the enemy kind of gets slowed down like maybe there's something in there yeah yeah like or, you know, like, Legasis, Legolas or uh, Hawkeye-like stuff, you know, like, do you want to have, like, some different kind of elemental arrows or something, or... I'm looking through my spells and just thinking. I I, I appreciate you guys, you... Ah, uh, words. I appreciate you guys helping me. Um, to be very clear, I am still very much enjoying this and everything. I don't know what's been going on lately, and I'm not like getting wrapped up in it, but like I feel like I've been going through a huge creative dry spell. Like I just can't think of stuff. It's all good. It's, like you know what I mean? It's just like there's nothing coming there. to me, yeah. and I'm like, okay, well. Maybe you just need to find a new book series to like spark the creativity. That maybe would, that's that what would. it is. I read. Honestly, maybe that's I my problem. That. I'm like, I'll, all I tend to read is nonfiction, like mm -hmm. science and research articles, <laughs> autistic yeah. shit. And <laughs> I need to go to the other end of the autistic spectrum and just like hyperfixate on some kind of novel series. <laughs> I'd say some of the uh, the Harry Potter, not Harry Potter, sorry. Uh, I've been playing that game. Uh, uh, <laughs> Star Wars: The New Republic. Like I, mm -hmm. I talk about that. So, like those are good if you like Star Wars stuff at all. Like some of those. I do. Really I've fun. been wanting to get into it more actually. The new, but the new series are. I like some of the like young. It's good, like kind of YA, but like some of it's a little dark. Um, it's I've I've really enjoyed a lot of the High Republic series. Uh. Especially for like I, our Star Wars D and D, that's like really those yeah. books really got my creative like juices flowing. And yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always find that to help yeah. when I'm getting stuck. I mean, I'll I'll offer like Mark's been offering the Mistborn series. I'll say the fifth mm -hmm. the fifth season and the NK Jemison series are really great. But also, I will just say, Sarah, when you've just kind of like let it happen and you don't. And you're not overthinking, like, do I know the system? Am I up to par with you all? But you're just kind of playing and you're just like in the flow with us. You're fucking doing it. So like I know. don't don't doubt yourself. Like it's there. I know. It. it actually works. It. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. look, I'm actually acting and it's uh exactly. just happening. I'm not exactly. thinking about acting and it's yeah. 
<laughs> when we when we when we get into these moments and we're like trying to talk about like how to intellectualize and strategize about a thing it can get really like hard to like project how you would be um right and i think in the end you actually have been doing it when we've been getting into the moments and so you know don't doubt yourself but i totally hear you that when you get in these moments where you don't feel creatively like you're in the flow that it can mm -hmm. feel really clunky um but you don't have to rush it so you don't need to rush it right now yeah no yeah, yeah. i know i appreciate it i yeah um does it have to be specifically like from my spells or just kind of like like kind of around what i can do and what what my character's based on i would say the latter okay I think the spells are a stumbling block for most of us. And I think what Kevin and Mark are trying to offer us is like, <laughs> you are dealing with a whole battle and a whole unit that is not really about you as a personal character. So don't get stuck on your own, like, wait, I have to go back to what I know. You know, what Kevin, I think, was asking a few minutes ago is just like, what do you think you might do? Meaning rain the person with the skill sets that she has and the history that she has and in this situation but you don't have to get stuck on like what level spells do i have and like what kind mm -hmm. of things are available to me sure. maybe she's like i you know maybe she's the one that uh is taking time um and like sticking around with like the kids and like the people the city folk and like building the morale and like being that that person that's keeping the spirit or like doing something to help the troops like you know like, i mean like maybe it's background stuff maybe it's on the front lines like directing the archers you know like whatever you feel like rain would be doing to to help the city thrive uh we can help like make actions based off of what you think she would be doing okay yeah. Especially because Rain just watched her whole paladin, like, contingent get kind of wiped out. You know, like, those are, anyways, there's a lot to play with. I don't want to put too many things on your plate. So, whatever, no, no, this is all super whatever, helpful. Yeah, whatever pings for you as, like, the most active thing that you think is interesting, like, just creatively, you know, with no caveats about what creativity means, just whatever creatively feels like that seems interesting i think that's the thing to go with and don't worry about your power set and like what right. needs to be fulfilled in the battle yeah yeah me and kevin will figure all that out i see mm -hmm. okay i think my um getting in my head about role playing has held me back from developing her character uh or like hyper hyper fixating on what i want her to do and not being sure and then not doing anything well, but... it also doesn't help when you know we take like a two-month break like that's you know <laughs> that's definitely part of it too i mean that's fine i i've been over here having surgery and shit too so it's it's fine um life happens yeah, yeah. but i originally i'm just shy and i'm gonna get over it i need to be drinking alcohol when i do this it helps um I, I know nobody's judging me but and just <laughs> i get in my head uh i i originally 
wanted her to be connecting with her goddess and stuff more and praying and doing a little bit more of the paladin thing. So, you know, maybe she, I don't know if, if she could pray to heal a group of her uh, soldiers or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That might be good. Yeah, that's really, that'd be really useful. Yeah, no one has a healing thing yet, so I think that's good. Yeah, no one, no one yeah. is like engaged with that, so that would be really useful if that's something you're yeah. interested in. And so, like, then, like, thinking for you as a player, like, maybe you want to do that, and then maybe you want to control some archers, like, you guys decide, or maybe you want to control some clerics who are going and healing people, or something like that. Uh, you know, maybe you want to diversify, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know if that would be possible if we could kind of do a little bit of both, because I've always... Yeah. I mean, if... if yeah, if, if we think that's, like... Mm-hmm manageable she's she's oh, i've always had her doing kind of both of those things so i feel like that's mm -hmm. what she would do oh yeah uh again it's eight hours so i'm uh, gonna yeah. do the math on how many turns that actually is but yeah it's a shit ton yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll be out and about doing different things for sure gotcha right cool yeah i can imagine she'd be doing some like either defensive or offensive uh, archery stuff, and then cool. taking a turn and doing healing either in town or on the field or whatever. Yeah, I mean, one of the great things about the archery regiments is that they can cover people's retreats, and then when people get in the walls or come back or you're dealing with them in the streets, like, you can get them back to the healing houses. You could be, like helping to lead that idea and yeah there's a lot of different options that we can explore later about that yeah yeah cool and again like you know we're trying to make these actions to make it simple in combat but if you're in the middle of combat and you're like hey like this is what my character wants to do like can we figure a way to do it like 100 percent like uh we're just trying to keep most of the combat as simple as possible so I guess I should have played that Dynasty Warrior game my dad bought me a long time ago. I never did play it. It might have taught me something about battle formation. It's it's a great game. It's very fun. Um, have we touched on everyone who's present of what they kind of would do? Um, I think Nim Miranda. kind of yeah, let's touch back uh, a little bit more with Nem real quick. Present. Uh, so yeah, you're kind of on the walls, kind of doing some defensive things. Um, anything in particular you can think of, like action-wise or um, like large legendary once a day action-wise or anything like that? I would like, love an an emergency action to somehow obscure my troops, if that's like a, a mass invisibility or like a mass minor illusion, but a like, essentially the, the hit and hide. Yeah, I think yeah, like I mass think invisibility, I think would be a definitely a NIM thing for sure. And uh, like, like I kind of love at the outset of the battle, 
to make it appear like there is nobody on the wall and then shoot from there so there's like a, a like a sneak attack of sorts Yeah. Kind of like a calcul calculated retreat kind of like move. Yeah, like I, I think these are these are probably two maybe two maybe two applications of the same thing. Like there's the there's the obscuring of the visibility. There's obscuring visibility is a big thing that she does. There's the hide and attack when no one is looking thing that she does. And then there is the being very good at getting the fuck out of here. Would be the three things that I think she would have major actions to do. Okay. And maybe that's a like fog cloud over the edge of the wall at the beginning and everybody is hiding behind the ramparts and then jumps up and attacks so it looks like we've left the the wall unguarded puppy um yeah, this is how big teddy's getting oh my god he grew twice the size <laughs> I'm <gonna weep>. seriously <laughs> mm -hmm. say hi teddy oh, hey buddy that's not your chew toy. That's my arm. My puppy is nine months old, and he's still doing that. <laughs> oh, I'm expecting like two years. Elsie, when we when I met Elsie and Kristen, she was two. So there was like a year of her still being a puppy and destroying all kinds of shit. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, three more years. Three, <laughs> three years of, of this. A but puppy. He, he's been he's been getting better. He's, yeah, no, he's 10 weeks old, so. That's good. <laughs> good. That's what I tell people, too. I'm like, the pu they're, they're puppies for about three years. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oof, you're just so tired, aren't you, bud? You're fighting it. Um, Say Teddy. No. <laughs> so looking at your spells, too, Miranda, I think Wall of Fire, like an empowered Wall of Fire, that could be like a battlefield manipulation thing would be cool. Um, plus some damage. Um, yeah. And yeah, you have like gravity sinkhole and like hallucinatory terrain. So like, yeah, I think like maybe we can come up with some like battlefield manipulation things for you with like your invisibility or manipulating, you know, the battle out in the like infantry area or yeah, different kind of disguisings and illusions and stuff, I think, uh, mixed in with some attacks would be kind of what I'm thinking right now. And I think in terms of like, like what is the, the, what is the, who are the troops that I would be commanding? If there's a, little, there's a mix, sort of augment those actions. If there's a mix of <clears throat> perhaps like archers with fire arrows, but also other, other if there if there are other mages or magic users putting all of them on the wall, which sort of reflects like the low the low health, like the low HP that I have. <laughs> um, right, like it could be like ten mages, but like together we all cast wall of fire. And so it's the entire wall of fire. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Any thoughts on like a ultimate like 
once a day ability. Like what what's Nem's Kamehameha? <laughs> I think it would be something related to the Raven Queen. Okay, okay. Like, like an ex, like it, it's the it's the like a flashbulb. Like it would be a like I'm thinking like sacred flame or like word of radiance, like giant blast of bright light, medium damage, but it makes enough of a distraction to get the fuck out. Okay. Okay. Like, the thing that she always keeps in her pocket is that she always keeps at least two spell slots to fly away. Or to get out of whatever room she's in, so it would be a version of that. Okay. I dig it. Okay, cool. Anyone else have anything they're thinking as we've kind of talked through everyone? Cool. Uh, well, this will give me and Kevin some things to work on and think about and uh, by next time we play, I'll definitely have all this done uh, and hopefully have kind of troops divided out so that you can kind of start learning what your troops you'll be controlling will do. Um, yeah, anyone having like any general questions or anything as we get into this madness? I would like to request to be able to add my Divine Smite to all of my individual troops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, in general, you'll have a passive that'll be, like, extra damage, extra AC, like, um, yeah. You'll, you'll definitely have some Divine Graces going through your uh, troops. Come through with that extra smackdown. Well, if no one has anything else, that's kind of what I had um, in mind of getting through tonight and figuring out, uh, which I think, yeah, will make speed us up a little bit, hopefully, in getting to the battle uh, once we get everyone back. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to get started. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Yeah this, yeah, this is really cool. Let's hope it actually is cool. I think it is, but um, completely brand new, so who knows?
Sweet. Cool. Well, if no one has anything else, I'm going to stop the recording. How do I stop the recording? The joke is, is that it never stops recording. <laughs> it's like Pringles. Once you pop the top, you can't stop. True marketing. <laughs> Shit. You got to look up commands. Oh, come on. That's something right out of the Orville, right there, trying to turn off the recording. Yes, oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about what that. What the fuck? It's not working. Stop should do it, and it's not. The robots aren't listening to us, our commands anymore. On Rogue.